You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Once again, Las Vegas, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. I'm excited with the guests that we will have in a few minutes. But however, as I always try to do, provide a few announcements. First of all, I want to wish our eldest daughter, April, happy birthday. She'll be, uh, I forget what her age she'll, she'll be this month, but a couple days April will be celebrating her birthday. So she is our firstborn and kind of known about the uh, Save the Children with respect to her uh, shields to keep the sun out of the car, but tell kid, people to get the kids out the car. Don't leave them in the car. And also she's known for her tea cakes. She's been doing those tea cakes for a number of years. It's a, uh, Dr. Wright, it's a, it's a recipe from Marsha's, uh, I think, aunt or someone back in Louisiana. Oh. Yes. But anyway, look, uh, on the line of condolences, I want to say condolences to the family of Miss Johnny Harris. She's a longtime resident of our community and want to, again, express condolences to her family. And Mujahid Ramadan, as we know, uh, formerly Ed Turner, his mom passed away, Elizabeth Harris. She transitioned and she was 105 years old. You talk about lived a good life, and I was, from what I understand, she was still in control of her, her mental faculties, and her services will be held today, this morning at 10 or 10.30 down at Bunkerville. So please uh, stop by those who uh, know uh, Ramadan and his family. But again, condolences on behalf of the Washingtons. And then uh, one other person that I'm aware of passed away, Gertrude we call her Bird Harris. She lived right next door to my grandmother at 1921 Walker Street over in Sunset Manor. She just recently passed away. Uh, her services are pending. So just wanted to get those announcements to you all. Now, I'm very excited. In fact, this gentleman I have known for many, many moons. We go way, way back. And I tell you, way back, we talking about Vegas Heights way back. Uh, Dr. Wright, how you doing, sir? I am doing great, Chief. How, how are you doing? Hey, man, I'm so pleased that you uh taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us here this morning on 91.5 Jazz and More. And this is a Veterans Affairs show. But I know that uh, your school, the community college, you do a lot of things for vets. And I got a few questions or really more of a conversation. But certainly, tell us. Born and raised. Where? Born born and raised in Las Vegas, nineteen fifty two. Okay. Nineteen just just had my seventy first birthday. All right, cool. And out at uh, I was born out at Nellis Air Force Base. My mm. father was in the 
in in the Air Force, and what his job was to box. Is that right? He was a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> Born yeah. out at Nellis Air Force Base. So brothers and sisters. How many brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. Um, three brothers and two sisters. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, your one brother I know very, very well. Oh, uh, Larry. Brother Larry. Yeah. yeah Larry yeah. was a heck of a football player and track star yeah. in, in our community. Uh, now, you grew up in the community. Where? where uh, you, you just said it. Vegas Heights. I, I, we, we started on A Street. Okay. Right across from the old Review Journal. Okay. Right across from the railroad tracks. All right. <laughs> you know the boundary and, lines. And, and I know you know Snyder's. Oh, please. Please. <laughs> hey, where Snyder's was an ice cream shop in the community, man. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what about Snyder's. When I think about Snyder's, I think about those hot dogs yes. that he would split and mm. fry them <laughs> and put them in a bun, man, coming from, from swimming. Oh, yeah. That was, a, that was a, a, a a real delicacy, man. Yeah, and another delicacy, as you may recall, the circus room downtown. Oh, please. Man, roaches be crawling up the wall, flies <laughs> all over the Stop nobody. Said, it ain't gonna stop nobody because you know what? When he get through burning them dogs <laughs> and them burgers, man, ain't nothing. Oh gonna yeah, yeah. Ain't no, gonna be, ain't gonna be nothing that's gonna hurt you. Yeah. So uh, now you were an athlete. What sports? Student, athlete. I, 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 student I, I, athlete, I should say. Absolutely. I I um I played uh, football and basketball and also ran track. The high hurdles and uh, couldn't couldn't beat brother Cook though. Oh, you yeah, remember Larry. Oh, oh yeah. man, oh, Larry, Larry was, was fast. poetry in motion, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd take yeah. first all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but I had more football scholarships than I did basketball. Really? Had, yeah, I was a split end, you know, mm-hmm. one one of those big guys you just throw it up, you know. <laughs> I got it. my bell rung a couple <laughs> of times jumping up there, man. But uh, um, ended up playing with UNLV. Mm-hmm. Um, had had a few other basketball scholarships. So to, where, but where did, where did you go to elementary, uh, uh, as well as junior high and high school? Okay, I I started off. My father would drive us way out to Henderson mm. to go to St. Peter's. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know I'm a, you know I grew up uh, in in the Catholic. Uh, situation. Echo okay. Spiritu to Odo Ramos, Nomenus Patis, Villitus, Spiritus, Santos, Bel Copa. All, I knew all of that, right? right. I was right. an altar boy back in those days. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, I uh, went to, uh, first time I went to public school was Garside. Okay. Garside Junior High School. All right. And, and uh, I tell everybody when I can. That the gladiators came from my homeroom, and it was my suggestion. Oh, really? The ga- gladiators? Uh, yeah, the Garside gladiators. Yeah, that's where I think Lanny Hogan went to Garside. Yeah, Lanny. I went to Robert O. Gibson and High Park mm-hmm. as far as junior high school. Same, same layout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same layout. Yeah, all schools are made pretty much the made, same. Made the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then for high school, I went to. I moved to Los Angeles. You know something? I did go to um, a semester. I was going back and forth from L.A. to, to Vegas at mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I um, went to Audubon Junior High School. Uh, after I started, uh, I moved back to L.A. and went to Audubon in the 8th. And, uh, and then I went to uh, uh, Dorsey High School. Mm-hmm. And when Crenshaw... 
opened up around the corner from my house, mm-hmm. you know, 48th and 6th Avenue, I, I went to Crenshaw High. Then I came back to Vegas and graduated from Western. Western then, High School. Yeah. So you, was you there it's a, about the same age or a little older than Moose, Morris Arbery? I think Moose is a little younger than me. Like mm-hmm. I said, I turned 71. Moose... Moose, uh, uh, yeah, he might be. He yeah, might he's be a little young. Sixty-nine or seventy. Yeah, now. he he's still in his sixties. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, he in good shape though. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you were recruited or received some offers for basketball and football. Yes, and you decided on basketball. I decided on the running rebels, man. The I, running I rebels. you know, a lot of people don't know this. You know this, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't know that. The Running Rebels was running before Tark got here. Mm-hmm. It was running, uh, they were running with uh, uh, Coach, uh, uh, now I'm t- trying to think his name. He he uh, um, um, he he had them running before mm-hmm. Tark got here. So uh, I got recruited uh, to play on the freshman team. Okay. Remember, that was back in the days when Freshman, freshman couldn't. couldn't play varsity. Exactly. You know, they had their own freshman team. Even mm-hmm. even uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had to play freshman. Right, right. <laughs> you know, he was ready. The freshman team used to beat the varsity. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I played here under three coaches. I was recruited by Roland Todd. Okay, that, that's remember. the name. That's right. the name I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was recruited by Roland Todd. He went to the pros. After after he signed a few of us, we kind of felt like he, you know, he knew he was going to the pros, but he did a good job in signing us. Uh, uh, Harry Shaw, myself, I remember Harry. Yeah, Harry was a, a defensive play. specialist, yeah, man. Right. And that man, that man could play some defense. Anyway, um, and then we had um, we had to play for um, John Bayer. Mm-hmm. Had to name? make his team or lose your scholarship. Right, um, right. Uh, uh, me and Harry made his team, and then Tark came in. Mm-hmm. We had to make his team. So it was a tumultuous uh, time, man, you know, having three coaches in four years. And <laughs> I could have played another year, but I I, I kind of got burnt out with that, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I opted to graduate. I was one of Tark's first uh, ball players to graduate on time. Mm-hmm. Not because I was so uh, smart and intelligent. I give credit to the Upward Bound program mm, okay. that I went to Upward Bound for two summers, mm-hmm. staying out at the dorm, and right. I had 18 credits to the good before I was a freshman. Man. Oh, wow. College courses. Upward Bound, so, it's still around. Too, yeah, it's still around. It's a great program. Yes. Um I tell you what, it did. It it, it really got us ready for college because we lived in the dorms mm-hmm. during uh, my junior and senior year at um, at Western. Mm-hmm. So and we took college courses. Right. So what was your bachelor's in? Uh, my bachelor's was in hotel management. Okay. And then my master's was in post secondary secondary ed, and my doctorate uh, is in uh, instruction and curriculum. Wow, that's an interesting track. Yeah. I mean, you got the basis of it all, not only from your bachelor's degree in the hospitality hotel industry, but you also had work experience there. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I tease my students. I, I you know, I said I, I've done everything from front of the house to back of the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I do orientation, I show them, 
you know, when I played for the Rebels, you know. <laughs> and I said, I, I could have been a cocktail waitress because you know I got the legs for it. <laughs> so I tease with my kids like that. But I've, you're right. I've done almost everything you can think of. You know, my mm -hmm. size, I was a security guard. Mm -hmm. and did everything in the casino, uh, dealt all the games. Um uh, also, uh, on in the back of the house, I, I was a bus boy, and I mean, you name all the position. I was a house porter, mm -hmm. you know, a dishwasher <laughs> at Caesars, man. When they used to have those, uh, uh, they have those show breaks and them dishes come at you oh, like yeah. the ocean, man. Oh, yeah, man. I, I did. I did uh, Caesars, I think, was my second job. I was a junior in high school bus boy, worked graveyard, got off. And headed to class. Man, oh, we were, you, we, were, we were crazy, man. Dave. You we, know, you know, our, our parents, we, especially my grandfather, say, "Boy, that'll make a man out you. <laughs> <laughs> it'll either make you or break you." But, but right. he was right. It was, it was hard work. But, but uh, at, at a young age, man, you you really didn't notice it. But no. I tell you what, we knew that we didn't want to do that forever. Right, you're you're 100 percent right because again, I did the busboy thing, but I also did pot washing, dishwashing, and housekeeping. Port. Oh yeah. And from there, I got drafted into the army, where I ultimately became a cook because I didn't want to be a uh, what they call a well, I wanted to be. I didn't know what it was. It's called a um, should I forget the doggone thing? But missile crewman. Uh -huh. But I had a marijuana possession. They say, "Oh, you're not getting a top secret clearance." I know. I know our radio audience has heard this before, but nevertheless, for the sake of this, what we're discussing here, it's important just to note. So, from there, from the military, when I got out, I went to gourmet cook school because I wanted to be a gourmet cook. But something interests me. And in, oh, no, a friend of mine he told me, "Say, man, go down," because I had taken pre-apprenticeship carpentry before I got out of the service. So he said, "The city is hiring apprentices." Apprentice carpenters. I said, okay, go down. You missed it. That closed yesterday. What do you mean closed? She said, that means you can't apply no more. But come in here. Dorothy Smith, Dorothy Collins at the time. Okay. She said, come into my office. I said, won't you become a firefighter? I said, no way. I'm not going to stay away from my family three or four days in a row, blah, blah, blah. She showed me that platoon calendar, Dr. Wright. Work 10 days a month. Oh, I think I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. I like <laughs> so, that. So that's how I became a firefighter. But- to your point on on just the the work experience, which is very important, but something inspired you to pursue the whole hospitality industry. Now, your education uh, on the front side, the bachelor's was in the hotel type administration, and then you did for your master's post secondary secondary ed. Which so, so you teach, you learn to teach better. Yeah, I learn to teach better, and my wife and I own our own post-secondary school hmm, that we that. do, yeah, that we do, I think your wife knows this, mm -hmm. um, where we train disenfranchised populations, people in prison, hmm. men and women. We've been in uh, 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 the prisons uh, here in southern Nevada. Right. Uh, up in Spring Mountain, youthful offenders. Mm -hmm. We've been up there for about ten years I know with, that. with Jack Martin and Martin. yeah, and we train and we yeah, trained. Jack uh, Martin. Yeah, mm -hmm. we trained um, uh, uh, homeless vets too. We trained homeless vets. We hired a homeless vet. We hired a vet who went through our school, mm -hmm. and she was an asset to us. And then she she moved on to the big facility 
a veteran facility mm. as a, as a um, I think she was a, the head cook or something like that. But wow. she was a, really a great person. So so your inspiration to to move into just being a total part of this whole industry came from where? You know, we I was <laughs> exposed just like you. We we were exposed to Las Vegas. And, um, you know, I was one of the first waves, actually the second wave of African-American dealers. Mm -hmm. uh, and, we, you know, we, we, <laughs> once you live in this town, and when you and I was growing up, everybody knew everyone else. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you went to Rancho or, That's right. or, or Vegas. All, all of us lived on the west side, yeah. so we knew each other. We <laughs> knew right. everyone. Yes, uh, and and the town was small, mm -hmm. and we had a lot of opportunity. If you wanted to work, you could work. That's right. You could work, and I, and and that's what, um, uh, you know that 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 was the sort of legacy of my my grandparents who raised me, mm -hmm. because my my mother was only fifteen years older than me, mm. and fourteen years older than Larry. Wow. When uh, you know she mm -hmm. told the fib to my father and right, said right. she was eighteen. Right. <laughs> And back in those days, they, 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 you had oh, yeah. to get married. Oh, man. yeah, that's yeah, right. You had to that's get right. married. Somebody pregnant. So, right, that's you had to get married. And so so my grandparents kind of raised me with that old school right. um, mother with, you know, right. if if your audience understand mother with, you know, sure common some, sense. Yes, yeah, some, <laughs> some out there. Yeah. For sure they do. Right. Absolutely. So, so that's that. You know that work ethic got me involved, and then I then when I started working and getting those uh, those paychecks as a young kid, I just <laughs> fell in love with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My brother Buddy, he went to Leon Washington. Brother Buddy went to went through SEP and became a crap dealer, and he he and I used to tell Buddy because he was working down at. Uh, Lady Luck. I said, man, you need, I used to call a strip the highway. Yeah. I said, man, you need to get on the highway. That's right. I was like, you're going to make more money. That's right. And he went out there and before he retired from uh, Paris. I think he he had been out there probably 20 years or so. Uh -huh. But uh, he said the money was sure. Yeah, it was different. right. Yes. You know, <laughs> and, and what people don't know, uh, all of us old school know, that we, we would get our money, our tips every day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, and and that was a beautiful thing. Oh, you yeah. get that little envelope, man, and sometimes you could touch it if it's thick, man. You know it's a good day. Well, you know I'm just not a, a good counter, man. That's why I never pursued the gaming side of of the hospitality industry. Never did, you know, because I'm oh man, it's easy to count. And I and I watch Buddy how because I used to go stop by some of the places he'd be working. And just watch the action of you know dealing with the craps, man. I'm like, please, man. Crap, crap dealers. You have to be a mathematician. Mm -hmm. You have to have a knack for numbers. Yes. You know, everybody doesn't. And I don't. And then I'm going to tell you another thing. You have mm -hmm. to, to to be a crap dealer. You have to have, you have to be ambidextrous. You got to be able to oh, cut yeah. chips with both hands. Oh, yeah, man. I've been All watching. of that, yeah. man. It's, it's a skill. I'm sure it can be developed, man. But if you don't have something internally, man, that will help right, you. Right, exactly. You will. Well, mine wasn't there, so I didn't even. Pursue we all it at we all. all born with <laughs> gifts, man, and sometimes you you know your gift, and if if you think that that you know the numbers thing wasn't for you, see that's why you became a chief, man. You know your thing yeah. is people skills, brother, and 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 how to motivate and and you that, know what? and a leader. That's yep. you. And God blessed me with because uh, I had quit my job, man. Like I say, 
I was working at Old Bally's, and what happened was I went there after I go through Gourmet Cook School, they, they place you. So I'm out there, food running. I'm like, food running, man, four, eight hours to fill a pantry for the cooks? Four hours, Doc, I was done. And they said, well, Chef Pierre, he said, Washington, I'm going to give you a raise. I want you to be a dish-up person out there in the help hall. Okay, I can do that. Got my raise. Oh, they found out I could flip them sauce, take oh, them saucepans. Both hands. He said, uh, you know what? We need a, uh, somebody to relieve the cooks. I was like, you going to give me another raise? Oh, you just got a, a raise, Washington. <laughs> you know, I'm married at the time, and I think we had two children at Oh, the time. yeah. I walked off the job. You know, when, you, when you're young, man, you do wild, crazy stuff. Yeah. But I had already taken the firefighter's test, and a week later I got called. That's you talking about a blessing, man. That was a blessing. I'm telling you, I'm like, man, that was a you blessing. must be a fool to walk off a job. Well, you know what the, the, the old folks used to do? Don't quit unless you got something to go to. Exactly. And that's my but, point. But I had taken a test. Right. But I didn't know that I was going, I had scored. Well, one thing, even though I didn't want to go to the military, I was one of the 77 of 100 drafted from Nevada. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, them five points they gave me for as being a veteran got me in the door. See? I, it gave me a 91, almost a 92 score. Yeah. That's, so, that's God's favor, man. No doubt, no doubt. So man. so you, you don't know <laughs> what what's going to happen. That's right. But but if you just do the right things, right things going to happen for mm-hmm. you. So, yeah. so you got it in your blood from just all the different activities and work experience that you had. Now, moving over to the College of Southern Nevada. Mm-hmm. Now, how I remember have... I taught at UNLV first. Okay. I taught uh, five years at UNLV okay. on an adjunct level. Mm-hmm. Then I got recruited to open up a, a hotel school in Singapore. Mm. And I went over there as a dean, opened up the school. And, you, of course, I wanted to come back home, although Singapore is very, very beautiful. Right. Um, I, I wanted to come back home because the contract that they wanted me to sign, mm-hmm. I could only come back to the States once a year or on or twice a year if it's an emergency. I couldn't, wow. I couldn't deal with that, man. So, um, although, like I said, it's a beautiful place. But I had no idea you had gone over. So yeah. you went and started a school. Uh, yeah, I opened up a hotel school for uh, uh, the American College of Singapore. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. I was over there. All right. Yeah, for, for a minute. And then I got offered a job. I got a phone call. I was in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. I, w- this is no joke, man. I was in Hong Kong with the original Hong Kong flu. Right. And I got a call. I was laying in bed, and, and uh, uh, I think Thomas Brown called me and said, hey, would you Thomas like to Brown? go? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, I said, ready, man, man, I'm I'm ready. So uh, when I got better and, and I um, had to uh, make my exit from— from the uh, the American College of Singapore, I came back and been with the college going on 32 years. Wow. Yeah. So when you came back to work for the college, in what capacity? I came back as an a instructor. Then okay. I became a tenured professor. Then I became a dean. Mm-hmm. Then uh, associate vice president, uh, uh, chair twice of my, my division. So... So what what is your role now in and I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, at uh hospitality management. Okay. I just stepped down from being the director of the program. 
Okay. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, because I do things on the outside of school. So, uh-huh. and, and, um, so you got in quasi cruise control now. Yeah, just kinda... man, come on. <laughs> yeah. And how, how many years total in the, in the industry? Oh, totally in the yeah. industry? Yeah, in the industry. Let me see here. About at least a half a century. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think no uh, more than half a century because mm-hmm. I got my first job at uh, I think seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seventeen. Wow. So, so I've 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 enjoyed the business. I love uh, and and young people. <laughs> if you don't like serving people in all ethnic ethnicities of mm-hmm. people, because the 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 customer. Uh, you know, uh, comes in all shades and uh, colors and and ages. That's true. If you don't like doing that, and some people don't, some That's people true. like to be uh, on the assembly line where they don't meet anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, you <laughs> put on the wheel, I put on the hubcap, and <laughs> and we never meet the customer. Right. So, but I know I enjoyed it. I've always been a people's person. Right. I think. Yeah. Almost all of us were, were, were like that. Okay. Well, as we start to wind down, we got about another four and a half minutes. Look, tell us about now this brother here. He hasn't mentioned, but I'm certainly going to ask him about it because I've seen a number of his shows. He has a podcast. And the last one, and, and another thing, and I, I shouldn't criticize you on the air, but hell, you know my brother from Good one, come on, from man. Here. Man. Keep it real. Why did you? I hit you about Jackie's uh Man, that was, that was so exciting, and I hope that everything works well for yeah. this young man. And, and I watched what he did. He went to figure out what the finance was, mm-hmm. how to operate at Wall mm-hmm. Street, this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, he's putting all his pieces He put together. in the work, man. And then getting the financing, man. I'm, I'm hoping it, it comes through for him. because I hope so, too. A lot of people say this, you know, why is it taking Jackie so long? Why— did it take so long for this other hotel to open up? Now, I can, now I can, uh, the Fountain Blue. Yep. Fountain Thanks. Blue took over a decade or more. Yes, right. You and, know, found, and Fountain Blue was sold what several different times. Several different times. Because the economy went bad, the yeah. money dropped, and yes. they couldn't finish. And next thing you know, it was you sold can, and sold again. But it's it's on its way. It's on its way. Yeah. And 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 Jackie's uh, All Net Arena is going to be on its way as well. So now, tell us in the short time that we got left, tell us about your podcast. My to- podcast is named uh, Las Vegas Hospitality Evolution. Mm-hmm. And I like to interview people like yourself that's been around Vegas, have seen the changes, mm-hmm. uh, uh, whether it's in hospitality or the community. And because every, you know, a lot of people that, uh, talk about Las Vegas. They talk about the sensationalism of Vegas, but right. this phenomenal city started with people like us. Mm-hmm. You know, and this this is Veterans Affairs. I meant to say that a few minutes ago. Veterans Affairs plus on ninety one point five Jazz and when I got Doctor Wright. Go ahead, Doc. So uh, it, it's it's all about um, celebrating mm-hmm. this phenomenal city that we live in with the movers and shakers mm-hmm. that that have seen the the changes. I wanted to ask you something real quick. Sure. Did you fight that fire at MGM, man? Were you a part I, of that? I was a public information officer for okay. the city and went out and helped the county's public information okay. officer okay. take the press inside, man, where we saw bodies. Man, oh, oh mess, well, we yeah. don't want to go into that because yeah. I knew you were a firefighter right around that time. Yes. So uh, 
um, but anyway, we, we like to have people like yourself on mm-hmm. the show. I, I've had uh, a lot of different people from senators to former senators and mm-hmm. the whole ball of wax. Well, one this this brother again being humble, man, because he's had some iconic people. Because I've listened to, I've watched at least six or seven of your shows, and I know yeah. you got how many in the hopper. Oh, I I haven't released a lot, but the next one is going to be good. Gene Kilroy, who was with Ali ever since he was in the um, in the military. Mm-hmm. Gene Kilroy was a military officer, and he paid all the athletes and the servicemen, and that's how he met uh, Muhammad Ali, and they 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 were friends and business partners for years and years and years. So, Doc, tell us how can folks see your show because I think. And I'm telling y'all, it's a very dynamic show. He has a lot of good folks on there to tell you, give you a lot of history about our state and about our city. And I think it's important for us, those of us who've been, well, even those who haven't been around as long as us, at least you get to a, a very strong base of what has occurred in this city. They can go to YouTube and type in Las Vegas Hospitality Evolution. We're on several, uh, about another 15 platforms. Mm-hmm. I can't name them all. Right, right. But 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 if they want to see the show, mm-hmm. YouTube, Las Vegas, Hospitality Evolution. All right. Once again, Las Vegas, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. And my special guest, and we took the full show today. This brother got a lot to say because <laughs> he's done a lot. I love you, brother. I love and you, I appreciate too, man. you, man. So I yeah. uh, look forward to having you back on the show sometime in the future. All right. Again, Veterans Affairs just had Dr. Lonnie Wright on the show talking about the good things that he's done in our community. Thank you, brother. Thank you. 